This is KMTT, Kimitzion Tetzei Torah. And today, uh, every Wednesday, Hilchot Kriyat Torah with Harav Ya'ir Khan. In last week's year, we discussed the Gemara that discusses Shalosha, Chamisha, Veshiva, Kenegani, what exactly is the symbolism of the three Elias that we have on Mincha and Shabbos, the five Elias that we have on Yom Tov, and the seven Elias that we have on Shabbos. What did what were Chazal, what were our rabbis going to commemorate when they chose these numbers of 3, 5, and 7? Uh, I want to continue the discussion uh, regarding the Kriyasatar Mamadim, and basically when we talk about the different number of Aliyas, the this basically uh, forces us to ask a question, a very, very basic question. Why exactly... Should there be any more aliyahs on, on, on Yom Tov or on Shabbos than on a regular day? Why do we add aliyahs? What, what is the idea? Forget about the symbolism of why five was chosen or seven was chosen. Why do we add aliyahs at all? And uh, there's Gemara in Megillah, Tafchafez Manvez, that says as follows. You should have this rule of thumb. Called the Tafile Milta Mechavre, Tafile Gavri Yitera. Any day that has an added aspect, you add an aliyah as well. Hilkach, Rosh Chodesh, Umoed, Di'ika, Kohen Musaf, Kohen Arba. On a regular day, Shein Vechamisha, we have three aliyahs. But when we have Kohen Musaf, even though there's no Isra Malacha, but we have Kohen Musaf, where do we have Kohen Musaf without a real bonafide Isra Malacha? A, on Rosh Chodesh, and B, on Cholamoid. On those two occasions, we add another aliyah, we have four aliyahs. Yom Tov, the Asr Basiyas Malacha, a Yom Tov, where there is an Isr Malacha, there you have five aliyahs. Yom Tov, the Malacha, Chamisha. The Yom Kippurim, the Anushkareis, Shisha. On Yom Kippur, the Isr of Malacha is even greater. Not only is it an Isr Malacha, which is an Isr Lav, on a regular Yom Tov, it's simply an Isr Lav, but if one is over on uh, Malacha on Yom Tov, at best, he will get uh, Malchus. However, on Yom Kippur, there's an Isser Karis as well. If somebody does Malacha on Yom Kippur, then it's Chayef Karis. So we see that the Isser Malacha on Yom Kippur is greater than the Isser Malacha on Yom Tov, and therefore you add another Aliyah. Shabbat, the Ika Isser Skila, Sheva. Shabbat, where it's not only an Isser Karis, if you do Malacha, you're Chayef Skila, it's a Mitat Beitin, Beitin punishes you if you if you violate Shabbos with Aden and with Hasra, then you're Chayiv Skila. You get mitat Beitin. And therefore the Isim Blacha on Shabbos is even greater than that of Yom Kippur. And therefore there are seven Aliyahs. So on a regular day where there's no Isim Blacha, it's three. Where you have the idea of where you have Korim Musaf, with the Isim Blacha, it's four. Where there's Isim Blacha, but on a very, very basic level, it's an Isra Lav, Yom Tov, you have five Aliyahs. On Yom Kippur, where the Isra Malacha is an Isra Kares, six, and on Shabbos, where it's a Chiyuv Misas Pestin, Chiyuv Skila, then you have seven alias. Okay, what is this Gemara trying to tell us? So, if we take a look at the Mishnah, in Megillah, Daflamim and Beis, we might get a clue as to what this Gemara means. The Mishnah says, it, it, it uh, mentions what we read on each one of the Moadim. B'Pesach, Korim B'Parshat Mo'adot Shel Torah Kohanim. Parshat Mo'adot of Torah Kohanim is the Parshat Emor, which uh, talks about Mekrai Kodesh. 
So on Pesach, what do we read? We read the section in Emor that deals with the Moadim. Ba'atzeret Shiva Shavuot. On Atzeret, which is Shavuot, we read the section dealing with counting the seven weeks of the, of the Omer, and then establishing after that, uh, establish, establishing uh, Shavuot. Rosh Hashanah B'chodesh HaShvi'i B'chodesh. On Rosh Hashanah we read in Emor the section beginning with with uh, with Rosh Hashanah B'chodesh HaShvi'i B'chodesh. Yom Kippur Achremot. Right? Until now we were reading only from Parshat Emor. Uh, the Parshat, Parshat Moadot of Pesach is in Emor. Shiva Shavuot is in Emor. B'chodesh HaShvi'i B'chodesh is in Emor. All of a sudden Yom Kippur we go to Achremot. Achimot is where you have the whole description of the Avodah Yom Kippurim. Yom Tov Rishon Shachag on the first day of Sukkot, the Parshat Moadot of Tart Kanim. It goes back to the to the Parshat Moadot of Tart Kanim, Uvishar Koyimot Achag, the Koyimot Achag, and the rest of the days of Sukkot, you read from Parshat Pinchas, you read the section dealing with the carbon that they brought on that particular day. Okay, I'm going to skip a little bit, and then it says at the end Shneemar. How do we know this? What's our source that we read these particular things on the various different Moadim? Because it says, The final, the final Pasuk of the Parshat Moadim in Emor is, And from here, Chazal Ardoresh, Mitzvatan Sheyu Korin Kolechad Vechad the mitzvah of each Yom Tov is that on that day you should read the section that deals with that Yom Tov uh, in Kriya Torah of that day. Um, the Ritva, as a matter of fact, uh, understands that this is a, a dindo, Akim Doraisa. Ritva in Megillah Dafizan Amenbet, which we mentioned, I think, in our opening share of this series. Ritva writes, the Yishloma de Kriyat B'Torah B'Tzibor there's a chiv de oraita to read from the Torah B'tzibur on Shabbat and Yom Tov. Where do we get this chiv de oraita from? Where does it say it? There's no mitzvah asay min Torah that says read the Torah. It's learned out apparently from this drasha by the Ben Moshe Mordei Hashem Ben Yisrael mitzvatam shu korin kol echad vechad bezmanol. It's not counted in Tayag, but Chazal dash in this pasuk as a Chiyuv, maybe not 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 formally as one of the Tariq Mitzvot, but as a Chiyuv to read from the Torah, B'tzibor, Mi'inyano Shalyom, on each one of the Chagim. Okay? Uh, the question is, what is, it, what, what, what is this idea? Uh, before explaining what this idea is, let's take a look at the Gemara in Megillah, Daf Lamed Bet Amr Aleph. The Gemara explains this section of the Mishnah, that's the quote of the Mishnah. And then Tan Rabbanan, the Gemara brings a brighter. Moshe tiken lahem Yisrael, sheyu shoalim vidoshim binyanosh shalyom. Hilchot Pesach with Pesach, Hilchot Atzeret with Atzeret, Hilchot Chag with Chag. That Moshe Ben was metakin, that on each and every Moed, you should be Shoel and Doresh uh, questions regarding the Halachot of that particular day. On Pesach, 
you should discuss Hilchot Pesach on Shavuot, Hilchot Shavuot, and on Sukkot, Hilchot Sukkot. And apparently this is also connected, this is an extension of Edebem Roshet Bodei HaShalom Bnei Yisrael, just like we have a chiv of Talmud Torah Shebechtav, reading Torah B'Tzibur, Mi'inyanu Shalyom, on the different Chagim, so too, Moshe was metakin an extension of Talmud Torah Sheba'al Peh on those, on those occasions. There's another Gemara, which is, seems to be very, very similar, but very, very different. Uh, it's brought down, for instance, in Psachim, Davav Mralev. Sholim v'dorshim b'lechot ha-pesach, kodom ha-pesach, sholshim yom. The same term, sholim v'dorshim, but here it says, you're sholim v'dorshim b'lechot pesach, 30 days before Pesach. We just saw that Moshe was talking that you should be shalom the darshim in shalom hilchot pesach be pesach, and apparently it's referring to what you do on Pesach itself. And all, and all of a sudden we see that there's another brayta that talks about shalom the darshim thirty days before Pesach. So there are a number of different answers to this question, this apparent tension between the the brayta brought out in Pesachim and the brayta brought out in Megillah. Is the din of Shalom Vidarsh in Bilchot Pesach 30 days before Pesach, prior to Pesach, or is it on Pesach itself? So there are a number of different answers. What I would like to suggest is that the din of Shalom Vidarsh in Bilchot Pesach Korma Pesach, that's simply in order that we should know what to do on Pesach. There are a lot of halachas of Pesach, of Hachshar's Kalim, of preparing the Lel Seder, a lot of things that we have to know. And if we want to know how to do that, we have to learn before Pesach. You're not going to start learning dinim of Hachshar's Kalim on Pesach itself. You're not going to learn how to bake matzahs on Pesach itself. You're not going to learn about Isser Chamit on Pesach itself. And therefore, Sholem Vidarshin, Hilchor Pesach, Korum Pesach, Sholem Yom. And although there are not so many halachas, but you're also going to have to learn the halachas of how to make a sukkah before Sukkot. You're going to have to learn exactly what to buy regarding Dalar Midim before Sukkot. So there's the din of Sholem Vidarshin, in order to know what to do. We have to learn to know what to do. And therefore, 30 days before, we, we begin to learn. So be that the case. So why is it, if we already learned 30 days before Pesach, and we already know what to do, so why are we showing the Doresh B'lechot Pesach on Pesach itself? What was Moshe Rabbeinu Metakein that goes beyond what we've already learned? We've already spent a month discussing Hilchos Pesach. Or we've already spent a month, perhaps, discussing Hilchos Sukkos. We know about Hilchos Sukkah, we know about Hilchos Dalminim, we've studied it all, and all of a sudden, there's a Moshe was talking to study Hilchos Pesach Be Pesach, Hilchos Chag Be Chag, Hilchos Atzeres Batzeres. What exactly is this second halacha? of studying the halachas of Pesach on Pesach, what does that add, being that, you know, we've already been studying for a month, Okay? Okay, so assuming that, you know, there's, we, we already, we, we've already learned, and we know what to do, the question is, what is the purpose of studying Hilchos Pesach on Pesach itself? And what I would like to suggest is that learning Hilchos Pesach on Pesach is a kiyum in making the moed of Pesach Mikrai Kodesh. Mikrai Kodesh 
The Ramban says means to gather in shuls and to and, and to and to daven and to say halal and to learn. Basically, it, 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 a mikray kodesh a moed. We say In order to sanctify it, we also have to introduce not only you know cook and have wonderful meals, but we also have to introduce in terms of the mitzvah of simcha, which is v'samachal of ne'asham okecha, we have to introduce a religious element as well. How is it that we sanctify the day, make it special, make it sanctified, and make it a Mekai Kodesh? So of course we wear, we wear better clothes, Slovana, we have special meals, we have a su'uda, we make kiddush, all those things are true. But what the Gemara here is saying, not only do we do those things, we also learn. And what you're supposed to learn in order to make it in the Kray Kodesh are the halachas or the dinim or inyan shalyom. On Pesach, you study inyan shalyom. On Sukkot, you study inyan shal Sukkot. On Pesach, inyan shal Pesach. And on Atzeres, inyan shal Atzeres. Inyan of Shuls. And all of that is a kiyum in the Kray Kodesh. So Moshe was metake to study things on that day, not in order to know what to do. We might already know what to do. We've been studying for a month. But nevertheless, there's a cue on Pesach itself to learn Hechos Pesach because in that way we make it into a Mekrai Kodesh. And that was what Moshe was metake. Takana might be Drabana, but the cue is Daraisa. Because that's one of the ways in which we elevate the day and to make it into a sanctified day which is known as Mekrai Kodesh. And if that's true, we understand what the Mishnah is doing when it says, this is what you have to read, this is the Kriyasa Torah B'Tzibor that you have on Pesach and on Shavuos and on Sukkot and Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur. And where we learn it from, Vayidabe Moshe Esmodei Hashem El Bnei Yisrael B'Tzvatam Shayu Korin Kol Echad Vecham Ezvanom the, the mitzvah of the Moed is to read about Inyano Shalyom, Inyano Shalmoed, Bismano. What, what, what came in what? Apparently it's a kiyum in Makrai Kodesh. It's a way of sanctifying the day, a way of creating Kedushas Hayom, a sanctified day, a special day, a day that's set aside for Simcha, for Avodas Hashem, for Chetzel Hashem, for Chetzel Hashem. It's a day that's set aside for sanctity. So basically, the halacha of Kriyas HaTorim in Yom that we have on Moadim is a method by which we express the Kedush HaSayom. So if that's true, then we, would, we, would, we wouldn't be surprised if the amount that we learn is a function of the Kedush HaSayom. If the Kedusha Sayom is minimal, for instance, there's no Asim Malacha, but there's a Chiv Karban Musaf. Karban Musaf is an indication of Kedusha Sayom. On Cholamoid and on Rosh Chodesh, we're not going to discuss right now the Asim Malacha on Cholamoid, whether there is or isn't, and whether it's Darais or Rabbanan, but certainly Malachos on the, the, the level of Malacha that's not on Cholamoid is much less than that on Yantav. So on Cholamoid, basically, the expression of Kedusha Sayom of Cholamoid is basically in the Kabbalah Musaf. Days in which we're makkah with Kabbalah Musaf are days, by definition, that have Kedusha Sayom. So Cholomoy and Rosh Chodesh have Kedusha Sayom. But there's no real Isim 
Therefore, you have four aliyahs. Called the Tafile Mechavi, the Kot Haikol Biyadcha. Called the Tafile Milton Mechavi, Tafile Gavi Yetera. If you have a minimum Kedusha Sayom, so you have to express it by reading more than on a regular Yom Chol. But nevertheless, it, you know, so you have, you add one aliyah. But since there's no Isim Lacha, he suffices with one aliyah. On Yom Tov, where there's an is, a bona fide Isim Lacha, but not only is the Isim Lacha only an Isim Lacha of a of love, but also the Isim Lacha doesn't include Ochel Nefesh. It's a much more limited Isim Lacha than that which we have on Shabbos or on Yom Kippur. Ochel Nefesh is Mutter, it's only Isolav, but nevertheless it's greater than what we have on Cholomite and Rosh Chodesh. So called the Tafel Mechavri, if we have a greater level of Kedusha Sayom, add another Aliyah. Because the Kriyas Torah and the Aliyahs that we have on Rosh Chodesh and Yom Sayom is an expression of Kedusha Sayom. And on Yom Kippur, where we have greater Kedusha Sayom, the Yisrael includes not only things which are uh, not Ochel Nefesh, but it includes Ochel Nefesh as well. And the level of the Yisrael is not only a love, but it's a karis. And therefore, on Yom Kippur, you have a greater level of Kedusha Sayom, and therefore you add a sixth aliyah. And on Shabbos, where all Malachi is Asir and Isra Skila, the level of Kedusha Sayom is the greatest, and therefore you have seven aliyahs. That's basically what the Gemara is saying. And it all makes sense because Yisrael is basically saying that the din of Tam Torah B'Tzibur a Mikrai Kodesh is a Kiyum in Mikrai Kodesh. It's a Kiyum in Kedusha Sayom. And therefore, the greater the Kedusha Sayom, the more aliyahs we stick into the Kriyasa Torah. Okay, given that, if we take a look at uh, the Gemara and Megillah, the Afkav Kimul Amar it calls an interesting machokis between Rabbi Shmuel and Rabbi Akiva regarding the relationship between Yom Kippur and between Shabbos. The Yom Tov Chamisha of Yom Kippur Mishisha of Shabbos Shiva Divrei Rabbi Shmuel. Rabbi Shmuel is the Armin Hug. What we mentioned before, regular Yom Tov is five, Yom Kippur is six, and Shabbos is seven. Rabbi Akiva Omer the Yom Tov Chamisha of Yom Kippur Mishiva of Shabbat Shisha. He inverts the order. He says on Shabbos you have six, and on Yom Kippur you have seven. Okay, what is Rabbi Akiva trying to tell us? Apparently the Machlokas between Rabbi Akiva and Rabbi Ishmael, is what has a greater Kedusha Sayom? Does Shabbos have a greater Kedusha Sayom? Like we mentioned before, because in Isra Nisas Basins, in Isra Skila, rather than Isra Karis? Or do we say, no, Yom Kippur has greater Kedusha Sayom than Shabbos, because Yom Kippur is a Shabbat Shabbaton. The sanctity of the day expresses itself not only in the Isra Molacha, but in the Isser of Achila Shtia as well. We are not only Shovet Mimlacha, we're also Shovet from Achila and Shtia. And therefore, it could be that there's an aspect of Kedusha Sayom that exists in Yom Kippur that doesn't exist on, on Shabbos. So one might come and claim maybe the Kedusha Sayom of Yom Kippur is greater than that of Shabbos, and therefore the Seder should be six on Shabbos and seven on Yom Kippur. That's the position of Rabbi Akiva. However, we pass on Rabbi Shmuel, six in Yom Kippur, seven on Shabbos, because where 
viewing Kedusha Sariyom from, from within the prism of Isra Malacha, and the Isra Malacha on Shabbos is greater, and the Raya is that it's Isra Misa Spastin and not Isra Karis. But again, this whole Machlokas is only understood if we view the number of Aliyahs on each and given day as an expression of the level of Kedusha Sariyom that that particular Yom Tov has. Okay. Uh, we mentioned the Mishnah in Megillah that says that on Pesach we read Pasha Semar on the first day of Pesach and all, all the days of Pesach actually. Um, however, the Gemara on Daflamad Aleph in Megillah quotes a Brisa that has a different tradition. Tanarabana on the Pesach Korin, I'm sorry, um, Yeah, Amra Papa. No, I'm sorry, Amra Bai. Nog Alma Lemikri Mishoch Tura Kadesh Bekaspa Psol Bemidbara Shlach Bukhra. Okay, this is referring to Mishoch is Mishchu Uchulachem Tzon, which is discussing. Pesach Mitzrayim, it's in Shmos. And then afterwards you read in Kesev Talve Esami, which is found in Re'e, the Pasha Modem Re'e. Then afterwards you read Psalacha, which has a Pasha Samoadim that's found in Kitisa. And then Vaidabe Shabbaloscha, and, and then Bamidbara, wait one second. Meshoch, um, Yatura is. Second. No, sorry. Tura is Shavu Kesev which is which is which is Emar. Kadesh is Kadesh Likovachor. The Kaspim is in Kesev Talvasami, which is in Re'e. Psolacha is in Kitisa. But Madbra is the is the parsha of Pesach Sheni. Um, okay, basically the the order is different. We have a minag to read different things than what was mentioned in the Mishnah. And the question is, why did the minag change a a, a din sukkah in the Mishnah? So there is a brisa that was brought down that more or less goes according to the seder of of Abaye that says Zarminad. But uh, the question is, why did we go away from the psak of the mission that on all days of Pesach we read the Pasha of Emor. All days of Pesach are one unit of seven days. And you read the Pasha of Emor on, on all those days. It's not like on Sukkot where each day the Yom Tov because it has a separate Kabbalah Musaf, so each day you read something separate. On, on Pesach, it's all one unit, and, and therefore, according to the Mishnah, on every day you read Emor. Why all of a sudden did they, did they shift? So, the, um, so Moiv Rebbe of Salvechik had a very, very interesting suggestion regarding the reason that they shifted, and this goes back to uh, an idea that he tried to develop regarding Kiddush HaChodesh in general. The Rambam in Sefer Mitzvos, Mitzvah Kufnun Gimel, writes that the Mitzvah of Kiddush HaChodesh, Mitzvah Zu lo yaseh otam la'olam, ala beitin hagada levad uve eretz Yisrael, levad. That the Kiddush HaChodesh could only done, be done by the, by the basin hagada and only in eretz Yisrael. V'lachem bat la re'iyah atzainu hayom, beheder beitin hagada, therefore we can't be Makadesh al pi re'iyah nowadays. Because we don't have a base in Agado. 
Veda, says the Rambam, Shechesh bonzeh shenimna oto ayom, veneda barosh echadashim vamoadim, iaf shalasoto ele be'etz selavad. Right now we, we do api cheshbon. So you might have thought that api cheshbon meant that the base in Agadol at that time when they set up the calendar, they were Makadish future years as well. But the Rabbim says, no. He says the fact that we do it nowadays, the fact that we set up the cheshbon, it's based on on what is done by Eretz Yisrael. Uvekan shorish gadol mishorish she'amunah, writes the Rabbim. Over here we have a shorish in faith. Now that we're in Chosaretz, right? How 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 do we establish Yom Tov? Do we establish because of because we makarish Yom Tov based on our Cheshbon? No, not based on the Cheshbon. But here it says because the base not God already established it when they made the calendar. We base it on their calendar and on their cheshbon, not on our cheshbon. Because we have to base it on what the base Nagadol did. We count, we make a cheshbon just to figure out what they established. And you should understand this, and now he adds something which, which is really surprising. If until now we thought, that basically the base Nagadol that established the calendar prospectively was Makadish all Yom Tovim for future generations. The Raman writes now, Osef I'm going to add you I'm going to add an explanation. If there would be no Jews in Eretz Israel, which can't be because HaKadosh Baruch Hu promised that the Otot HaUmah, the, the Chadashim, the Yom Tovim, will never be cancelled, will never be nullified. In other words, the only thing that makes, that sanctifies the Chadashim, that sanctifies the Yom Tovim, is the fact that you have people in Am Yisrael who are the fact that you have people nowadays in Am Yisrael, and therefore we have a shorsh gadol b'shorsh Amuna that we know that there will always be Jews in Eretz Yisrael. Because if there wouldn't be Jews in Eretz Yisrael, then there wouldn't be any Moadim. That's what the Rambam writes, and it doesn't make any sense. First of all, it doesn't make sense because how could Rambam write that the base that you need a base gadol b'Eretz Yisrael? We know that they continue to be that the that the Sanhedrin was nullified, was 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 batel forty days before before Churban Bayisheni, forty years before Churban Bayisheni, and we know that they continue to makayis al into the time of the Amorim. And that's the question that Ramban asks. He says, I don't understand. There was no time in the Amorim. There was no Sanhedrin. It wasn't in the Lishkas Hagazis, and nevertheless they were makayis al Secondly, what does the Ramam mean when he says, if you do need a base Nagadol, so you have to say the base Nagadol was Makarishit, you know, prospectively. What does he mean when he says if there be nobody in Eretz Yisrael now, then there would be no Ma'adim? What does he mean? So Rav Salvechik explained that the Rambam Shita is that it's not that base Nagadol has to be Makarish 
Hachodesh Hazeh Lachem Rosh Chodashem means Am Yisrael Hefti Makarish Hachodesh. And based in acts as a arm of the of the of the people. The people have to be Karsh the Chodesh. So how are people going to be Karsh the Chodesh? Everybody's going to get all 600 uh, Shisham Rebo are going to get into a room and be Karsh the Chodesh? Therefore, in order to create, you know, the Chodesh, you need an arm of the people. Who represents the people? Based on Agado. Therefore, we're not talking about Sanhedrin, which has to be in Lishka Sagazis, which, 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 which derives its source from, from the Mikdash, an inspiration from the Mikdash. But you're talking about Beis Nagado, which represents Am Yisrael, that derives its source and its, and its authority from the people. And therefore, even after the Sanhedrin was Nigle, to Yavne and to Usha, nevertheless it was still a Beis Nagado that represented the people. And as long as the Beis Nagado existed, even to the time of the Amorayim, they were able to Mekarish the Chodesh. And therefore, you had Kedisha Piri'ya as long as you had Beis Nagado. Now when Beis Nagado stopped being Mekarish, each particular Chodesh, and they set the calendar on the day that it has to be Mekarish, so on the one hand you have the authority of the Beis Nagado, but on the other hand, what gives it its sanctity is the fact that Am Yisrael accepts it and is no Hague. The dinim of Pesach uh, on Pesach, on Sukkot, on Sukkot, it's no the dinim of Rosh Chodesh on any particular Rosh Chodesh. In order, uh, and therefore, it has to be done in Eretz Yisrael. You have to have Jews in Eretz Yisrael that are being, that are being Makayim, the dinim Rosh Chodesh, that are being Makayim, the dinim of Yom Tovim, in Eretz Yisrael, in order to be Makayim Yom Tovim. And therefore, the Rabbah writes that on the one hand, we need Beis Nagadol, but not we didn't Sanhedrin. We didn't people. And since it's the people that are Makarish, since they're not doing an act of Kiddush, we no longer have Beis Nagal to do an act of sanctifying. So, therefore, the only way to do it is have the people being Noheg the Kiddush HaSayom of the various different Yom Tovim. To be Noheg Rosh Chodesh. And by virtue of being Noheg Rosh Chodesh and being Noheg the Kiddush HaSayom of Yom Tovim, on Israel that exists as a nation in Eretz Yisrael, are being Makadish the Chadashim, are being Makadish the Moadim. Therefore, the, based on this, the Rav suggested that when the Makadish al pi Ri'iya, and based on Gadol's Makadish, so Am Yisrael had to accept that Kedushas Hayom, and the Parsha that expresses accepting that Kedushas Hayom is Emor, which discusses the Mikrai Kodesh. It discusses the Kedushas Hayom. The base din established the Kedusha Sayom. By establishing the Rosh Chodesh, the base din is sanctifying the, the Moadim as well. Not only the Rosh Chodesh, but it's sanctifying the Moadim. And that's why we make the bracha Makadish Yisrael Vazmanim. We Makadish Yisrael, that's Makadish Vazmanim. How are Yisrael Makadish Vazmanim? At the time that the Makadish Alpiriya, the base din was Makadish Vazmanim, when the Makadish when, when, when they established Rosh Chodesh Nisan, they were Makadish, the Pesach, which will fall out in, in, in another two weeks. So that's Makadish Yisrael Vazmanim. And that's what the Rabbim writes in Hechos Kiddush HaChodesh in Perak Aleph. Mitzas Asim in Torah Al-Beistin
based it. Asher kuhasam v'kai kodesh. The same, right? Based it. How does it do it? By on, by sending out people and telling people when Rosh Chodesh was established and when the Moed is going to be. So at the time of Mekadish al the Beisdin, which is representative of Am Yisrael, was Mekadish, the Moed, when they established Rosh Chodesh and was Modia when the Rosh Chodesh is. Right? And that's the Gbarim Babasad of Kufcha Palif. Moed Hashem Tzvichem Kiddush Beisdin. Shabbos Beishus Enes Tzvichem Kiddush Beisdin. When do we have Kiddush based in of Ma'adi Hashem? When they establish Rosh Chodesh. That's the, that's the idea. And therefore, Amisel has to be Mekabel, the establishment of Rosh Chodesh that based in did when the Mekadesh al But when they shifted to the Mekadesh, Ha'idna, when they shifted to the Mekadesh al Cheshbon, based on the calendar, so then Amisel had to sanctify the day not only Makabel the, sancti- the sanctification of Basin, but they had to sanctify the day. And therefore, they shifted the Kriya to be a Kriya that dealt with the Parsha and Shmos that described the nace of Pesach. Because if you're going to establish the day, then you have to know what Pesach is and why you're establishing that as a Pesach. And therefore, they shifted from Kriya Satora that dealt with the Parsha of Emar simply accepting Kedushas Hayom that Basin established to the Parsha of uh, the parsha in, in Shemos that deals with um, that 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 deals with creating Pesach Mitzrayim, Meshchu Ukechulachem Tzon Yishlo Beis Avos Salabayis that dealt with the parsha that discusses the establishment of the first Pesach, because Am Yisrael here is not only accepting the kiddush of the basin, Am Yisrael here is being Makadish itself. How? By being knowing the Kedushas Yom Tov on Pesach itself. And therefore, Kriya Satora shifts from the Mishnah, which was at the time of the Kedushah Piri'ir, to the Minag that we have of Mishchu Kuchulachem, when the Kedush is Al Pi Cheshbon and Am Yisrael, by being knowing Kedushas Yom, by being knowing Kedushas Yom Tov, and it, one of the ways in which they're knowing Kedushas Yom Tov is through Kriya Satora, like we mentioned before read something which is more suitable for establishing the Kedusha of Pesach at a time when you don't have Kiddush of Beistin.